welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I'm your host, Jen Braun, a mom to the spunkiest little girl, a dog lover, ice cream obsessed, and overall, I'm pretty awkward in social situations. (laughs) And we are here to break down the topics that we deal with as women with no topic off limits. This podcast is for you if you're struggling with dieting, tired of restricting, want to truly change your life and feel confident in yourself once and for all. I am so excited to have you. Let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited because today we are talking to one of my best friends and just overall just incredible woman, um, Katie Perone. She is a doctor of physical therapy. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for being on today. Hi, Jen. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. So today, Katie and I were talking about what topics that we wanted to talk about today and bring for you guys. And Katie is an incredible physical therapist that used to work for a nursing home, right, Katie? Yes. And she was amazing there, but she would also, we met at a gym and she was training there and I was um, a trainer and she started her physical therapy business out of um, clients from the gym and, you know, referrals. And then um, you started your own uh, business, didn't you? I did a couple years ago now almost. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so it started off as part-time while I was in the nursing home, but um, beginning of 2020, I was able to go full-time with it, and um, I see all my clients one-on-one. It's what I like to think of as like what's missing from physical therapy. So um, all of the things that when you go to a typical physical therapy place that you don't get because they're so busy. So with me, you get the one-on-one treatment, a lot of hands-on care, and it's all personalized every single time and communication in between um, to make sure that we're getting you to your goals faster and then keeping you there. And I can say from experience that she's literally fixed me multiple times from being in excruciating pain. So thank you, Katie. (laughs) Um, So, Katie, how was it going from a lot of a lot of us have talked about our time and how we feel like we're not being productive if we're not busy all the time, but being busy all the time obviously doesn't allow us any, you know, downtime or creative time or, you know, even just relaxation. So going from the, you know, nine to five or, you know, 40 hour work week to your own schedule, which I know is flexible and you work different hours. How is that in terms of your like mental health and you know did it affect you personally at all um, as you were making that big transition um, it's definitely been a, a change because you do get into that like my whole job in the nursing home was based off of productivity like you had to have a certain amount of hours of patient treatment and notes and all kinds of stuff every single day so if you weren't 85% to 90% productive every day you were getting talked to so that definitely um, carries over into your personal life and even on like my weekends I felt like I needed to be doing something I don't think I realized that until I got out of it um, and I, I did have a little bit more free time it was definitely a transition still like I was working seven days a week when I first started my business which I think some of that is typical mm-hmm. but um, it was it also felt like I needed to in order to make sure that I was helping as many people as possible and doing everything that I could, but I also wasn't taking care of myself. Um, So I think eventually it just kind of clicked that like, this isn't about productivity. It's about helping people, helping myself. Um, And if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't be the best physical therapist for my clients. So it's definitely, it was a, um, 
mindset shift, mm-hmm. I think. And so sometimes I still get into that where I feel like on my weekends I need to do something. Um, or like my mindset is still like, oh, it's like a waste of a day if you're not doing something. So it's still like I still work with it and still struggle with it sometimes. But there's more times where I'll like just hang out and watch TV or try to read a book or something um, and not feel guilty about it, which is huge for me because I think I definitely had that like guilt piece of it because it was always like I felt guilty if I had an off day at work where I couldn't get my patients to cooperate and do some stuff with me so my productivity would be a lot lower than what it should be Um, not that I wasn't doing my job but just when you're in a nursing home some people just don't want to do things they don't feel good Um, so it's definitely like there was that guilt piece to it so it's definitely something that I still work through but it's easier to because my schedule is so flexible, like to be able to take a day off if I know I'm burnt out or um, take that weekend so that I know that I'm doing the best I can during the week for my clients. I think that's so powerful. And I think that that, you know, is something that we can learn from both for some of us that are at the nine to fives, some that have, you know, a different flexible schedule or an alternate, you know, alternate schedule where they work longer days and then have some days off. And just us as women, us as moms, us as, you know, just trying not to be on 24 seven and then feeling resentful that we don't ever feel happy. Like, I feel like that is a big culprit of it, like that productivity and our own, you know, prioritization side of things. Um, Do you have any advice or suggestions for those, like when you were in the nursing home setting, now looking back, is there anything that you could have done differently? Just mindset wise, you can't change the expectations that are put on you, but is there anything you could have done differently mindset wise to just help yourself um, just to, you know, if that was your passion uh, employment um, to, to be happy while you were doing it? I think I think maybe outside of work like I think my biggest struggle was that I let that standard roll into my personal life so either having help or asking for help or finding ways to not put that standard on myself outside of it um but I think what you said is true, like being women in general, like like even growing up, like there's always some kind of like expectation to do something. So I think it's hard, but like when you go into a job too, that, all, that also expects that. Um, but I think just having, or even I'm, there are people, you're probably one of them who told me to take weekends and that kind of thing while I was at the nursing home too. And it's just, it was hard to, to listen to it. So I think listening to that and accepting the help and, um, hearing why it's so important. Um, so I think it was, I don't know exactly what I would have done differently, but there's definitely things that could have been done differently to help me outside of that. So I wasn't rolling it over into my everyday life. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know, you know, when you're in it and, you know, when you're surrounded by so much noise of what you should be doing or doing right or doing wrong and praised and, you know, for, you know, overworking or working past your hours or not getting, you know, compensated for things. um, I think it's, you know, sets the standard for what we feel like is normal. And I think a big part of that in whatever profession is what would happen if you took care of yourself? You know, what would what would change work-wise? Would your work actually improve? Because, you know, the time that you're there, you're so focused and so on and so you. Um, and setting boundaries is allowing you to do that. Like, what, what, why do we have to give up ourselves and our mental health in order to, you know, be a part of that, you know, on-the-clock hustle? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when I started my business, I was 
and still it's probably until recently and I'm, I'm working on it hard now when I would have those free days, like you were talking about, I would really struggle. And if I had multiple of those in a row or, you know, just had a lighter week based on my schedule, my thoughts are like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to keep this up. I'm not gonna be able to, you know, keep my business. I'm gonna have to get one of those nine to five jobs where I'm gonna be miserable. And, you know, I'm just gonna have to never see my daughter and all those thoughts run through your head. And it literally comes down to how busy I was. Yep. And that's hard because so now I structure things in on those later days that I want to do, but it's still, it's a mental trap. How do you, is there anything that you do that helps you to help with the mindset piece? Like actually like whatever, going out and doing something or working out, or is there anything that helps you when your brain just will not turn off? I feel like it, it's, it almost seems, um, counterintuitive but I schedule it in sometimes I just do better better with the schedule so like having like okay I'm not putting clients here I'm working out or I'm taking this day off um it definitely helps me to at least I'm a visual person too so like if I see it written out it definitely is like okay no we're not doing that today like this is what we have scheduled um so that has been a big help I'm hoping that as I keep doing that like it'll just get easier as I you know get more used to it it's still um to be able to just be okay with taking that time for myself and know that like these are my hours, I'm not going to change it. Um, but even that is hard. Like at that boundary piece of things, like when you switch to your own um, own business, like I can make my own hours. But like when someone's like, "Hey, can you um, do an 8 a.m. on this day?" Like I generally don't do 8 a.m.s. I'm just not a great morning person. Um, but I will generally say, "Yeah, like I'll, I'll come, I'll come see you," because I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my my people. So there's still um, ways to improve that, but I think having it scheduled in is definitely a huge help in that process. Yeah, I feel like to schedule it's like it's like a doctor's appointment, right? Like we would obviously go to a doctor's appointment and so if things are scheduled in for ourselves I think it at least allows us for the path of ultimately being okay with just open time you know for ourselves but um I was playing with my daughter this weekend and I just needed a couple minutes like she loves Barbies and she loves playing with Barbies with us and she's like mommy play with me play with me and I'm like there's only so much Barbies like hi how are you oh I'm good how are you I'd like a check out like I, there's only so much I can do like I literally I'm like uh I have to go to the bathroom uh I'm gonna fill like, some water uh I gotta let the dogs out like there's <laughs> she she must be like oh mommy's a short attention span but um so I was trying to sit down the other day just for a couple minutes and you know just mindlessly watch tv for a couple minutes and I just felt so guilty. She was like, mommy, play with me, play with me. And like, literally we had played for like 48 hours and I don't know what, I, I do know, you know, but I don't know how to, I don't know how we got so conditioned to never have that time. I know it's hard, obviously with little ones, um, but being able to set that time and be okay with it. And I think explaining it, I think it's really important for us to explain to um, the little ones that are around us why it's important to get, you know, that break and to get, um, you know, just some time that we need so that they can ask for what they need. Like that's what I, maybe that's ultimately what it comes down to asking for what you need or doing what you need. Um, when you, how did you, you know, making that shift from full-time job with benefits and, um, all the, you know, all the things that keeps us in those jobs, um, to your own business where there's a lot of risk, but there's also a lot of, um, reward how did you 
convince yourself? How did you get up the courage? You know, that's a big, it's a really big deal. And I know um, from what we've talked about, like your business has been super successful. Um, So how did you get that courage to take that step for you, given that it wasn't the quote unquote popular or safe guarantee? So honestly, it was COVID was kind of the breaking point for me. Um, I had so I'd had the business for part time for three, four years, maybe um, prior to that point and always wanted to go full time with it. But like you said, it was scary. Like I had my benefits, all that. Um, And I think COVID was just very eye opening for me. Um, I got COVID uh, when I was in the nursing home because we weren't wearing masks yet. Just wasn't required. Um, And it changed a lot for me health wise, too. And I think it put it into perspective for me a little bit more. Um, So that was a big push. And then it also made me realize like how little physically I was taking care of myself, too, or like how how much of a priority it wasn't to other people as well. Um, Because pre-COVID, like you weren't allowed basically to call out of work in a nursing home because if you call out of work, your patients don't get seen. So you end up going to work sick and you're, it's not good, like mentally, physically, any of it. So I think when I was sick with COVID and I was out for so long, it was just so eye-opening at how much I hadn't been able to actually take care of myself. Um, and then I kept thinking about it more and more. And then I ended up out at the end of 2020 with a hand surgery and that didn't go as planned, but it gave me the opportunity to have that time to really make that decision as to like, am I going to do this or am I not? It was like the best time to make the jump or not. Um, And it was, I think I was just tired of the productivity standards and not being able to take care of myself or um, have the flexibility. I wanted to be able to do something for my family or friends or help where I wanted to help or do what I wanted to do and, but had to, you know, work extra hours or, you know, expose myself to, disease every single day especially in the nursing home at this time and it was just I was I was kind of done with it so it was kind of that push that I needed I think um I hope that I would have gotten there eventually but I don't know that I would be here right now these past couple years um if it wasn't for that little extra eye opener I think but it's been it's scary but it's definitely been been worth it for sure I don't know if I have great advice, but no, no, no. I think that, you know, I was in the same position, you know, when I transitioned from my, um, corporate job and not that this is all about switching jobs by any means, but it's just the fact that, you know, I know for sure I hit rock bottom before I quit. And that's why I quit because I was like, even though this is not like supporting my family, cause I wasn't going to get, I, I didn't have a job lined up. Like it was, it was figure it out and, you know, I'll do whatever I need to do um, and work wherever I need to work in the meantime before I, you know, get my business off the ground in order to do this because that's what mental health wise I needed. Um, but it wasn't the decision that was going to, it wasn't the, the vertical, you know, lateral decision. No, vertical. <laughs> it wasn't the vertical decision. Um, it wasn't the, you know, what was going to excel my career immediately. And that's hard. It was the first time, and I think I've talked about this before, it was the first time I had to make a decision almost exclusively for myself without taking anyone else into consideration because on paper, it was not what was going to be best for my family. But I was not my best for my family at that time, and one of those needed to give. And, you know, Katie, it sounds like for you, it's a similar situation. Like, 
rock bottom, maybe, maybe not, but really eye-opening to the point of like, I'm, I'm not going to live like this. Um, and so honestly, the whole reason why I created my, um, this podcast and my business was to help women to not have to reach that rock bottom. Obviously if they've, they've hit it a thousand percent support, but to help open eyes and open hearts and, you know, just help you to see the value that you have as you are right now and the things that could be standing in your way from feeling the best version of you. Um, so I think exactly what you said, like it's being aware of what you want to do daily, what, how you want to act, how you want to feel the energy you want to be around. Um, there's obviously, we all have different circumstances and different, um, you know, different everything. (laughs) But I think it's important to know that like, we're not alone in those feelings. And no matter what the situations are. So I think that was super helpful. Do you have any other, you know, suggestions or things that, you know, have helped you as you started, you know, your journey to more be more in aligned with how you wanted to live your life each day? Um, I think something that um, and I can't remember who told it, told me it, but it was, it's not or it's okay to be selfish. Um, and it's that's something that I struggle with because I I do enjoy helping people. But like you, like starting my business, that was a decision that I made for myself. Like I had to make that um, jump for me and I know that it didn't help a lot of other people um, and made might have made things different at the nursing home for cl- uh, patients and stuff, but it was for me and it was something that I needed. So being okay with that selfishness, getting used to it, being selfish isn't a bad thing necessarily. If it helps you to be a better person in the long run for you, for other people, it's it's a good thing. So I think getting comfortable with that selfishness is huge. I love it. I love it. And I think, you know, the first step to that could be figuring out what that looks like. You know, I think a lot of us don't dream that far. We factor everyone else into the, the, the equation, like, oh, I could never do that. Or, you know, I wanted this for my family. That's a thousand percent respect. But I think it's also like, I know I wanted this for me. Like I want to, this is how I want to feel. Um, so awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Katie. Thank you for having me. We are so appreciative of your inspiration and we are so excited. Can you tell us where to find you on social media for your amazing uh, physical therapy tips? Yes, um, you can go to uh, Katie Perone. It's P E R R O N E dot P T on Instagram, um, and then there are some other links to like free Facebook groups, um, and then my business page as well, um, Live Without Limits PT. So it'll be there as well. Yay! I will add that into the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, guys, I love you per usual. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I am so grateful to have you in this community. Follow me on Instagram at jenbron.rd for more information on creating your most confident life. I also have a link in my show notes to my free Facebook community. Inside there, there's free training, community support, all for free. You don't want to miss out on that. And if you're ready to ditch dieting for good, not feel ashamed of your body and create the life you desire, message me on Instagram and apply for my allowed program. Let's transform your life. See you next time.